Blog Talk Radio. To get a thousand miles from the Earth, a rocket would need this much power. It would take far more than a human lifetime. But a space station might look something like this. To get a thousand you are now listening Earth, to the technology KS3 Radio Show. Today's host, Kenneth Saunders III. Good evening, everyone. This is the Technologist Cares Free Radio Show. I am your host, Kenneth Saunders III, and welcome to the After Dark Edition. I am so excited to uh, be here. And excuse me, I have to put on my um, my deeper voice because um, this is After Dark. But in the case, no, 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 seriously, folks, no, this is uh, uh, definitely a different time. This is a later time. And I know perhaps there will be a couple of people that will listen in. But either case, thank you for listening. I definitely appreciate um, all my listeners, uh, whether or not if it's live, whether or not if it's archived, I definitely appreciate it. But if you want to call here to the show, you can call in at uh, 347-994-1867. The number here is 347-994-1867. Now, the reason why this is an after-dark edition is because, well, it's after 11 o'clock, and really most people that actually have normal 9-to-5s are probably sleeping right now unless you have insomnia. And really, in reality, I can honestly tell you technology is one of the reasons why you may have insomnia. Now, of course, you could be having stress over other issues, getting your bills paid, having a child wake you up in the middle of the night. One thing I definitely know is that when you are actually trying to get to sleep, most people make the mistake of actually having a TV in a bedroom. And while that TV is in a bedroom, particularly at night, you tend to have it on watching shows. Because of that, you tend to stay up a little bit longer than you want to. And I know this from experience, and I have tried it the other way where I don't have a, bed, a TV in my bedroom at all. But either case, the fact is, is that any dealing with electronics, for instance, if you have electronics in your bedroom or your place, the place where you actually rest your head and fall asleep and fall into la-la land, it actually may disturb your sleeping pattern. I'm dead serious. Even with devices that tend to have lights on, like a standby red light, or even if your alarm clock is actually displaying the time. If you have any problems sleeping, it's probably best to try to make sure that you sleep in a completely dark room. Now, then also you may even want to have your temperature lowered so that your body can actually get to its optimum sleeping temperature. Now, I'm not a health person, but these are things that I actually do that actually helps me at times when I have problems with actually sleeping. 
And I just know that dealing particularly with technology, technology, there's a whole other aspect of it, which is dealing with health. And these are the things that I definitely investigate in, and it is just going to be so awesome next year when you have devices that you can just talk to your phone and say, I'm going to sleep, and it does everything for you to make sure that your locks on your door are, are locked, your oven is off, it turns on your security, it lowers the temperature on your, your thermostat. I'm really excited. I'm looking actually forward to it. But in other news, guess what, folks? So I've been playing around, and there's this thing called or actually a, a, a gaming platform called Unity. And if you follow me on Instagram, Kinster2076, I posted a picture of what I was learning today. Well, in just a matter of hours, using Unity, I've been able to create my own game. So now with that game, not only can I play, actually put it out on the web, I can actually, it's right on my phone. And it's pretty awesome. So I'm thinking about, hmm, maybe I should go ahead and actually post this up and, and put it into the App Store and see what it does. Now, you know, you may be wondering, like, why is he telling us this? Well, part of it is because I tend to try to master things that I can show and teach other people. And I definitely feel, and this has been from the very beginning of this year, that I feel that people that I know should learn how to code and should be able to create something on a computer instead of being able, instead of being a consumer. And there are too many people out there that are consumers instead of being able to use the tools that you have right in front of your face to be able to change the world, enhance your life to enrich other people's lives. And I think that is very important for people to do. Now, you may disagree. You may feel like you may not have enough time. But honestly, it really does take just a few minutes just to go over just a couple of tutorials and some lessons that are on these different sites so that you can actually learn on how to create something, if it's a game, if it's a business app, something that will allow you to be able to see the other side of the world as far as, far as when it comes to development. And I have, I've had plenty of people tell me that when it comes to development that they've taken courses in high school and in college and they found that it was boring. Well, guess what, folks? It's because your instructors were boring. Programming is really exciting. Pure creativity. Understand it. It's absolute pure creativity. It is something that you, whatever you think of, you create. It's the same thing as being an artist. I know for me, I am not an artist. Now, my brother is. He's been a, an artist for a long time. My youngest brother, I consider him a, an artist because of his skills with the editing with videos and film, I don't understand it. But one of the things that I know, because they're in it, I try a little bit myself. No, I don't have any artwork on, on the Internet that you can check out, and that's fine. Uh, well, no, may, there's maybe a couple of videos out there or something that I've used with Final Cut Pro. But I'm nowhere capable 
of having that skill and talent of being able to go and say, hey, I'm going to edit this movie. I'm going to direct and shoot this movie and put it all together, and it's a full-length feature film. No, I can't do that. But programming is probably the same way, is the same thing or the same way of thinking that you have uh, about it that I do when it comes to art. And at least try it. You may never, you never know on what it can actually do for you and how you can really help other people simply because you decided to go and be like, hey, I am going to go ahead and make a program. Because I have tons of people come to me about ideas about, hey, I have an idea for an app. How? Can you do an app for me? Sure. Do you have $10,000? Yeah, it does take a little, uh, a bit of money to be able to create an app. And if anybody says, hey, I can do one for $500, run the other way. No, seriously. <laughs> but here's the case. Um, one of the things that actually happened to was um, very interesting, and particularly as as I spoke about being able to talk to your phone and and your and your system at your home, being able to check on these different things. Well, the phrase for it, and I really can't stand this phrase, is called the Internet of Things. I, at some point, somebody's going to have to make a new name for it. Maybe I will. I don't know. But when I think of it, I'll let you know. But you have basically really, not only do you have the home automation companies that are out there that, are, that already have product out there, like Nest, for instance. Honeywell has a, a, a thermostat, a programmable one that you can program with your, with your phone, and it learns about when you need your temperature before you wake up. But the connectivity with all those different type of Internet of Things are really not connected to each other at all. So different systems for each one, for each type of component. Well, you have Apple and Google who have decided to jump into the home automation arena. Now today you have Samsung that is really trying to get into it by the purchase of spending $200 million on smart things. Now, SmartThings is another company that is about being able to connect all your devices together so that way it's the center of your home automation. That's your, your, you know, your, your locks, your stove, your light bulbs. SmartThings does that. And you can buy it right now. And it's amazing, like, with this company on, on how it started. And it was like a Kickstarter company. And they got a bunch of money from people, and they're able to raise a bunch of money and now and, and come out with a product. But not only has this thing has not been, this company has not been around for a long time, they've been bought for $200 million. Now, of course, that may seem small compared to some of the other purchases, like that are over a billion dollars or a couple billion dollars. But $200 million is nothing to sneeze at. So now Samsung is trying to get into the role of being able to be the center of the Internet of Things and most likely will come out with products later on this year or next year that may incorporate smart things. But what's very interesting about it is the fact is that 
this is really Samsung's way of being able to try to get away from relying on third parties by Google for the, for the operating system or for the operations. And Samsung really, when I look at them as a company, and I, I have to say this, and I'm not going to regret saying this, is that I wish that Samsung uh, would stop trying to copy everyone and stop trying to put beta products out there and sell it for full retail price, knowing that the products don't actually work. Samsung has always been a company where they make excellent hardware. My first cell phone was a Samsung. My second phone was a, a Samsung. Then I went to Trio. Then after Trio, I went to iPhone. But in either case, they make really good hardware, but software they leave to somebody else, and that's been their history. So even with the refrigerators who have the nice screen in the front and allows you to be able to browse the web and stuff like that, that is not Samsung's. I mean, it's Samsung's refrigerator, but the software driving the refrigerator in particular screen is not Samsung. It's a third party. So why is this important to you? Well, think about it like this. If a company is outsourcing its software to control its hardware, they don't have true control over their hardware because it's all software that runs hardware, which is the reason why everybody that's listening needs to learn how to code. Doggone it. It is important for you to be able to code and learn how to code. Now, if you are listening, <clears throat> excuse me, if you are listening, you can call in at 347-994-1867. The number here is 347-994-1867. Yeah, so that was pretty much like the, the big thing that actually came out um, today that I found really most impressive. But a couple of days ago, Sony has, um, has a game conference called GamesCon, which is out in Germany. And they made a big announcement on the amount of PlayStation 4s that have been sold, PlayStation 4. Now, I don't have one because it's hard for me to justify the cost of one if I don't play games all the time. And really, I don't have a lot of time to be able to play games. I got like 14 games, currently literally 14 games, that I've had since 2009 that I have not beaten. Grand Theft Auto 4 is one. And I stood out of line when it first came out, and I still have not beaten. I think I'm like 21% complete. Okay, I know that you may be listening. You may be that sad, but, hey, mind your business. This is Technologies Kids Free Radio Show After Dark. And when it's after dark and usually when people are playing video games like that, I'm asleep because I get up and be able to enrich everybody's lives during the day. So, but even because Sony announced that they sold over 10 million PlayStation 4s since launch. 10 million. Microsoft, on the, uh, on the other hand, has, has only sold just, what, over a million, 1.1 million Xbox Ones, Xbox 360s in the past three months, last quarter. There is talk about Microsoft being siphoned off away, 
not myself, it's just talks from myself about siphoning off the Xbox division because they've lost money. Well, of course, naturally you lose money if you're selling a new system. But also, if you price the system $100 more than your competition, guess what? People are going to look at, hmm, if I'm playing games and it's almost the same experience, I'm going to go ahead and buy the cheaper system. But the Xbox One is flawed simply because games are not at the highest resolutions. They don't work as, play as fast as the PlayStation 4. Henceforth, for $100 less, you can get a better system. Now, granted, they have dropped the price of the Xbox One to the same price, PlayStation 4. But the problem is, is that now you remove the uniqueness away from the Xbox One by not having to connect. But in the case, are any of my listeners who have an Xbox One or an Xbox 360 actually using a Connect system? No? No, really? Oh. So you mean that Microsoft waste, pretty much wasted time with, with the Connect? Well, Honestly, I don't have one, but I think it's really cool. I think it's, a, it's just definitely a different way of being able to use your uh, – to control your games, to interact with your the system. And I think that um, Microsoft actually needs to just go ahead and bundle in the Xbox, the Kinect with the Xbox One, leave it at $400, and see what happens during the holiday season. Granted, even though that – I know that they're getting the Tomb Raider. Next Tomb Raider game is exclusively going to be with Microsoft. But you know what? That's not such a big loss because we all know, we all know that eventually it will come to the PlayStation 4. But in any case, yeah, I'm talking about games because games is on my mind because I made my first game with the Unity system, and the system is really cool. I think next time... Um, after my game comes out, and it's going to be a little small game, but um, I'm going to use the Unreal technology. And I know a lot of people don't know exactly what the Unreal technology is or the Unreal game engine, but a lot of the games that you actually do play on the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox uses the Unreal engine just like how they use the Unity system. But if you are a developer and you are interested in any type of game development, I really do recommend just go ahead and take a look at it just for, for, for giggles. And you know what? Even like with the coding and stuff like that, yeah, you do have to know some job. You can know JavaScript. You can also know uh, C Sharp. Fortunately for me, I know both. <laughs> exactly. But in today, oh, you know what? Honestly, it's actually, it's, it's, amazing on the hype that, peop- that, that these sites are going after with the, with the uh, next iPhone and even the new iPad that, that's coming out. But in any case, I'm not really going to talk about it. We, we definitely know that it's going to have a larger screen. And uh, if, even if you... Here's the thing. Even like with the new operating system, it's so cool. I'm running it up right now. I'm running. I, I created my game on Yosemite, and even if you take a look at the picture uh, that I posted on on Instagram. It does show the dark mode of the Mac operating system, which to a whole nother professional level is just slick. It's just absolutely slick. But I, I it, it's just so much fun being able to develop and be able to do things that is amazing. And you know what else is amazing? 
I don't necessarily promote apps in a whole lot of ways, but today I downloaded this app called Human. And what's cool about Human, and the, the way that you spell it is H-U-M-I-N, it's an app that is designed to replace the phone and contact app on your iPhone. And what is really nice about it is that not only does it sort through all your contacts, it merges, du- merges all your contacts to get rid of the duplicates, it connects to Facebook, but one thing is that, and I know I have a problem with this, and this is the reason why when I meet you, I ask for a call ID, and I don't care what you look like because if you are ashamed of looking like how you are in front of me, then what's the point of getting out the house anyways? But in any case, that's how I remember people is by their picture, but then also sometimes I have a problem with remembering where I met this person. Human actually takes care of that because it geotags the location of where you met this person and other information about that person and adds it to your contacts, and that way that you can remember a person. But what's cool about the contacts, too, is that let's say, for instance, if I say instead of actually searching for the person by name, you ask human, like people who live like in, the, in, in Atlanta or lives in New York, and it'll pull up all those people that live in New York or who's around or who's in town. The thing is absolutely slick. The thing I don't really know about is actually really where all the information is stored and stuff. So, but I really do think that one of these companies, Google, Apple, may end up buying this company because it is really, really slick. It is almost disruptive, and I love disruptive technology. I love disruptive apps, things that, that are unique and different and that will change the way on how people interact. But speaking of interaction, and what's really interesting is the fact is that yesterday, and I know this may be getting a little political, but this is after dark. I talk about whatever whatever comes to my, my head or actually what's in my show notes. Let me follow that instead. But whatever's happening, the, the, the protests and stuff that's happening out in Ferguson, uh, Missouri, is – very interesting, and it's interesting on how technology is being used to be able to report and show exactly what's happening. Now, one of the things that yesterday that not only did you have citizens being arrested, but you also had journalists and reporters being arrested for covering the protests and covering the, the police department shooting tear gas at people. Now, considering that a lot of people have smartphones, a lot of people have smartphones that take video. It is absolutely interesting that not only could the police tell the major cable news networks to stay away from that area, but the citizens there start recording and showing exactly in everything that's happening. This is a brand new age that we are definitely living in. So the authorities cannot get away with doing bad things. And social media is really helping spread the word and keeping people absolutely informed with what's going on. And it's interesting that 
when you combine tools like that that enable and empower people to inform people, that way we can make better decisions on what to do next. Now, of course, you'll have a lot of people that will have this fake outrage about things. I'm not going to be too political on this. But it's very interesting on the reaction of how you have people earlier this year in Nevada protesting against the federal government, and nothing was done. But here in Ferguson, you have tear gas arresting people for protesting peacefully without guns. There is something that is really brewing in this country. And through the use of technology, we can really shape things and have them go in the right direction. But just as I talked about in my last show about diversity in tech, there needs to be diversity everywhere. And it's very interesting that how you have the diversity reports in technology come out time that you have the protests that's happening in Ferguson. Now, no matter how you look at it, when race is very real in this country, anybody says that we are living in a post-racial country is absolutely full of themselves. All you have to do is study the way of how technology is used, how technology is used in education, who has the technology for education, instead of the lack of books in schools, you now have the lack of modern technology in schools, particularly in minority areas, and that is something that has to change. It has to change immediately. Different communities need to look at exactly what they're doing, how they're spending their money, and put it into the education of these kids. I can only speak so much, and I can speak it because I'm doing it. And I urge everyone listening here, if you have kids, invest in those kids. Put computers in front of their faces. Put tablets in front of their faces. Have them learn how to speak English. Get Rosetta Stone for them. Have them learn a different language. But get the one for English too because half of y'all don't even know how to speak English yourselves and don't know how to type. Oh, you don't believe me? Go on these social networks and look at the poor grammar that is on these, on these different sites. And I don't know how people really do it because if you have an iPhone particularly, I know it has autocorrection, so you, it's hard to really misspell a word. You may, it may give you the wrong word, but the misspell a word, come on now, really? But it's very interesting that we are living in a time where not only things are moving faster and people are moving things faster on purpose to keep a segment of the population behind. But there's enough things that are around that can empower a child to be able to live his dreams. I can speak on it because I'm living my dream. 
I'm living my dream. And I urge everyone to do the same thing. And I hope that everyone will actually listen to my next show. I'm going to thank everyone for actually taking the time out of your day. Half an hour. Just half an hour to be able to hear my words. Apply technology in a positive way. Stop being negative. Don't embrace the negativity. Because all we do is progress society to move it forward so that we can all become better human beings and learn to love and I want to thank you again. Bottom of my heart. Please hang up and try again. Good night. What a matchup. And what a team, Mike. Metro PCS and the iPhone SE for $0 on a network that covers 99% of people in the U.S. Oh, impressive. Play with the best. Switch to Metro PCS on an unlimited LTE plan and get a 32-gig iPhone SE for $0. Metro PCS. Coverage not available in some areas, plus sales tax. Claim based on talk and text. Not valid for active numbers currently on the T-Mobile network or active on MetroPCS in the past 90 days. See store for details and terms and conditions.